And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. And I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week we're going to talk to people that have redefined their lives and are going after their dreams. And we want to help you live your best life, both personally and professionally. So let's get started. On today's daily encouragement episode, I actually want to talk to you about how we can improve our lives by letting go of perfectionism and letting go of this ideal in our minds that things have to be a certain way. So what sort of things am I talking about? I'm talking about things like us telling our kids, oh my gosh, no, you can't have friends over or I'm not going to have my friends over because my house isn't perfect. It's not tidy enough. I didn't get to the dusting or I have a pile of clean laundry on my sofa, whatever it might be. Maybe it's that you feel like your cooking isn't good enough and so you're afraid to host a dinner party. But I'm here to tell you that that's not what people care about. They care about the invitation. They care about the hospitality. They care about you showing up and seeing them and welcoming them into your life even when things aren't perfect, because none of our lives are perfect. We can try to make them look like they are, make them look so, just like on social where we say, oh my gosh, my friend or my neighbor or my acquaintance or colleague, they go on the best vacations. They look perfect. It's like in a, from a magazine or, oh my gosh, they have the newest car and I have this old jalopy. You guys, but that's just an impression. That's just one snapshot of a day and a week and a month and a year and a lifetime. But those aren't the things that actually make our life meaningful. So I just want to talk to you a little bit today about how we can relax and let go of a little bit of these perfectionist tendencies, this comparison trap, and then this desire for things to just be a certain way, because it really does zap a lot of the joy from our days and our lives. So I want to talk about three ways that you can try to minimize the comparison trap that you might have a tendency to do or look at with your life and people around you. And then also, how can we add more of what's good to our lives and not let these worries and fears and and, um, perfectionist tendencies keep us from doing things? So the first one is this. Ask yourself a couple questions, right? Maybe as you're going into your week and your month and you're planning your schedule, The first thing I would say is ask yourself, what am I yearning for deep down? What's missing from my life? And be honest with yourself about this. You know, ask the question and either answer it on paper or think about it for a few minutes and, you know, kind of hold what those things are. You could be missing conversation or connection with others or friendship. Maybe it's laughter. Maybe it's the the time to slow down. Or maybe it's that you need a break. But if you're honest about what you need, you can start trying to see how you can add a little bit more of that into your life each week and each month. So for instance, if you're missing connection with your friends and real conversation, find a way to schedule in 
a walk with a friend or invite them over for, you know, it can even be takeout and, you know, drinks or iced tea. Or let's say that you're just exhausted and you need a break. If you have a spouse, then maybe ask the spouse to take one night when they um, stay up with the kids and you go to bed early or just go on, you know, a quiet, go to a quiet place by yourself. If you, if your spouse isn't available or you're not married, then maybe see if you have a friend that can help you out, right? If it's either watching your kids or maybe that you're caring for a relative, but you know, you can always swap with them at some point. So that's, that's the first thing is ask yourself questions. What am I truly yearning for deep down? And then what could I add to my life that will enrich it? And then as you hold an idea or a activity in your mind, say, will this enrich my life? And if so, how? Okay, because if we start asking ourselves these questions regularly, it'll be kind, it'll become second nature. We won't have to really think about it as much because we'll naturally be asking these things to ourselves and checking in with ourselves. Okay, next step is if we want to sort of find more joy in our lives and let go of some of these worries and comparisons and perfectionist feeling like we have to be perfect, right? Or our house has to be perfect. What you can do, first, limit your time on social media. And secondly, you know, maybe you only go on it once or twice a week just to check in on what people have going on. Don't go on it daily and surely don't go on it every 20, 30 minutes or hour or two, because it's going to make you feel irritated and frustrated and Try, it's easy to compare ourselves when we see what other people are posting about because people are posting their both their best moments, their exciting times, their gatherings, and their vacations. So you can't compare their best reel, right, of their life, their highlights with your every day. And when you go on social, you really have to take a minute before you go on and after you get off and say to my say to yourself, I'm going to be grateful for what I see, for the successes and the wins, the joy and the experiences that my circle of friends and acquaintances got to have in their lives. And then maybe say a little prayer or just a little mantra that says to yourself, I am going to work on adding some of those joyful moments and experiences and gathering into my own life because it's really all about perspective and how we see things. So I would just remind you that it's something that you have to check yourself and you also have to limit how much we go on and see people's highlight reels. And I, I do recommend on occasion taking a social media uh, sabbatical, just shut it off for a week or a month. Just let yourself see how it feels to live when you aren't bombarded constantly by what's happening in other people's lives and you're able to focus more on your own life and being quiet with yourself and what you really need. The last thing I would say is make a list of the things that kind of hang you up. What do you find yourself saying over and over? It could be to your kids. It could be to a significant other. It could just be to yourself internally. You know, is it, no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I look terrible. So I don't want to go to the event or how oh, I can never keep my house cl- as clean as my friends. So I don't want to host or entertain whatever it is. There's always a way we can improve these things. And truly people really just want to connect with us and they don't care about a little untidiness or messiness or 
laundry that hasn't been folded. And you know what? They might even help you fold the laundry that's sitting on your counter waiting to get put away. But I promise, just think about what's the repeat thing that keeps coming up in your life. Do you keep saying the same phrase or making the same excuse? And then if you do, I would write that down and think about how what's one way you could try to get beyond that thought or that disconnect or it holding you back from doing something. So that's it for today. I just want to encourage you, just relax. Don't be so hard on yourself or your kids or your spouse, because you know what your kids are going to remember and the people that love you. It's the moments you made memories. It's the times you laughed and the times you played games together, the adventures you had. They're not going to remember that you kept your house the cleanest in the neighborhood, the one that passed the white glove treatment. They really aren't. They're going to remember how you made them feel. So just remember that and really try your best to embrace all the good you have in your life and make memories because one day you won't get that chance because if you have kids, they'll be grown or friends might move to a different city Whatever the reason, just embrace now the goodness that's all around you. You just have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and say, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's have the gathering. Let's invite them over. We can order pizza or takeout. I don't even have to cook. And I just want to share with you a paragraph in the book, Just Open the Door by Jen Smith. As she talks about inviting her friends in without any expectations of each other and without needing the fanciness or preparing or bringing anything, just showing up as you are and nothing more. So here we go. She says, ladies, this is a come as you are night. I was throwing the expectation of perfection out the window. Come as you are with whatever clothes you'd ordinarily put on after a long, hard day of work. I'm assuming that sweatpants, PJs, no shower, doesn't matter. When I talked to the ladies separately, I inserted bras optional. You can bring food if you want, but you don't have to. All failed Pinterest recipes welcome. No using stoves allowed, half-eaten bags of chips encouraged, and if you don't bring anything, that's perfect too. Unless your love language is homemade chocolate chip cookies, then go for it. It hates to rob you of that blessing. (laughs) And that's exactly how they came, in slippers, in sweatpants, in t-shirts and tanks, with unwashed hair and unwashed hearts. And it started something so beautiful, we never wanted the night to end. After food and coffee, sweet tea and sodas, I gathered everyone in the fan room, and we snuggled on the sofas as well as on the floor. I brought out every pillow and fuzzy blanket I owned, even bought a few extras for good measure, and I spread them out for everyone to grab. I wanted this to be a safe haven for open conversation, and being cuddled up on a cozy blanket is a perfect start. It helps rip away the pre- pretenses. The gift of hospitality is meant to create more than just warm, welcoming spaces, but ones that ensure safety. Then here's pretty much what I what I said. Maybe it'll help you as you think about hosting these kinds of gatherings yourself. One of the greatest gifts you can give one another, ladies, is your imperfection. Our stories are gifts we must share. We must wrestle past the fine, deep dive into real life, let go of others' expectations, and allow our authenticity to bond our communities. And on that same note, I love that Jen talks about in the same book that if you have guests that are going to come over, maybe uh, spontaneously, uh, impromptu, that you tell your friends, you're always welcome, but give me a brawl and broom kind of heads up. So in other words, give me enough time to go change, you know, my clothes or put on more than my pajamas and give me time to sweep, 
you know, the front room or tidy up, you know, five minute tidy up. So I think that's a really beautiful idea. And it also reminds us that our, we don't have to have our house perfect. We don't have to look perfect. Just give me 10 minutes to get ready for you. So I love that. And I hope you'll just relax and stop worrying about being perfect and just show up and be available to people. And if you're ready to go after your dreams and define life on your terms, head on over to kristenfitch.com and download the free No Limits Workbook to help you look at different ideas in front of you and how you might create, scale, and monetize those ideas. So you can start going after your dreams today. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. And thanks again for listening in. Until next time, have a great week.